Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Before we jump in today's topic, I really wanted to acknowledge someone that reached out to me on Instagram. And last week, I was feeling like I was in a little bit of a funk. Like, I wasn't really sure what it was, but I was just in this place where I was just like, eh, I wasn't feeling super passionate or motivated, especially about the podcast. I think I was really starting to get a little bit burnt out. And I want to call out one of the listeners that it's almost like you knew that I needed a little bit of encouragement or a little bit of some some positive boost because I won't give out their name in order to maintain their their anonymity, but a user who I'll call FB reached out and just let me know how my podcast is affecting them as well as their family. And they mentioned that listening to the podcast gave them the courage to go out and do something that they wanted to do that they had been putting off. And it gave them an opportunity to ask for something that they wanted and not being afraid to say, this is my need in this moment. And then having that need met and how much happier they were after they asked for something that they were afraid to ask for and then received it. And then not only that, but they've just really come so far in their day-to-day life and they're really starting to use manifestation as a daily practice. So much so that even the four-year-old is listening into the podcast as well. And honestly, that it was such a heartfelt message, and it really just got me into the right state of mind going into this week. And I was so, so happy and so appreciative of that message that I wanted to come on here and say, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, FB. I don't think you realize how much that that meant to me in that particular moment. So, Thank you. I hope that you are listening to this with your four-year-old. And if so, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. And I hope that you continue to tune in. And on that same note, I have had a lot of people reach out to me lately on Instagram and ask me things like, how do I manifest a new job or a relationship or more money or a new car, a career, etc.? And I already talk a lot about getting into the manifestation mindset, but I don't talk a whole lot about the tools. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I'm not a huge fan of using tools as something to check off, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a fan of using tools. I do. But I'm all about using the tools to help you become or to raise your vibration. But it's the difference between approaching the tool as a way to stay in the head versus as a way to get into the heart. It's not the doing. It's becoming. And if you're using something like meditation or like journaling in order to check it off your list every morning because it's on the list of things you want to do every day to start your day, but you're not really getting into the process and allowing it to transform you, that's when I'm not a fan of it. 
So if a tool ever becomes something that you're just doing for the sake of being in a healthy habit and you're not really allowing it to transform you in any way, then maybe table that for a little bit and come back to it later. But I'm all about using tools to help you become that version of yourself that is better able to manifest. So in opposition to what I talked about last week, today I thought I'd talk about a tool that helps me get out of my head and into that being that I'm talking about, into that state of attracting. So I hope you can use this tool to do the same for yourself. If you're one of those people that's like, I've done all the things, I'm just looking for new things that align with me, that are invigorating for me. And this tool that I'm going to talk about today is called the Creative Box. And I got this from Esther and Jerry Hicks' book called Ask and It Is Given which is a great book, by the way, if you're really looking for another manifestation book to either read or listen to. And I love the creative box idea because it is a type of visualization practice that you integrate throughout the day instead of finding one sitting meditative visualization practice. And I really like this idea because vision boards just don't really do it for me personally. I know a lot of people that use them, love them, works really, really well for them. And I go back to them at least once a year because I think, oh, maybe this time I'll really get more invested into this. But they're just not my jam. I just admit that for me personally, vision boards don't do it for me. And that's okay. It's just not something I prefer to use. So I look for other tools because with vision boards, I always forget to look at them. I don't like the clutter they create when I stack them or store them somewhere. And then I struggle to make the time to actually sit down and be with them and sit and look at them and do that meditative visualization project process. So then for me, it really becomes more about the doing and not the being. And that's what I want to avoid. So if you have any tools that you're doing and you realize that it's really not getting you to that place of being, then look for another tool. That just might not be a tool that works well for you and your personality. And if a physical vision board doesn't do it for you, you could also try an online one. That's something that I've also played with, but again, I just don't think that visual boards are a great option for me. But Canva or a Word document, PowerPoint, like whatever, any one of those, you could also place photos on top of instead of actually creating a physical vision board. And then you can have it on your phone as a background, or you can just keep it with you at all times and find that space to sit and do that visualization meditation, if that's something that you enjoy doing. So if you like vision boards and the digital or the physical board works for you, great. More power to you. But I find that what I love most about that vision boarding process is the creation of it. And then once I finish it, I want to move on to something else. I'm no longer emotionally invested in it. So this is where the creative box comes into play for me. I love it because this is a practice that can be something that you do throughout the day. It's something that's integrated into your day-to-day life. So it just becomes a part of your lifestyle. And it's not just something that you make time for for five minutes or three minutes or five, 10, 15, whatever. It's not something you do once a day for a set amount of time. This is a continuous daily exploration. And this is a really great tool if you're one of those people that are perpetually busy because this is something that you can integrate so you don't have to set aside more time for, which can be a little less overwhelming if you're in that mindset. So what is the creative box? To start with the box, determine the idea that it represents. This can be your ideal lifestyle, a new career, vacation, house, partner, car, whatever. There are no limits to what this box can represent for you. But make sure that you're clear about the intention and that it is personal. So think about what you want most. 
And when you've decided, label your box with this intention. You can either decorate it, you can write it on the box, you can write it underneath the lid of the box, whatever you need to do just to make sure that it feels that intention that you're creating or that it's representative of that intention in some way, whatever way works for you. And by the way, when I say box, this can be whatever you want it to be. A shoe box, a recycled food box, an old Amazon box that we all get, whatever you have. In fact, it doesn't even really have to be a box if you don't want it to be. Some sort of container or even a digital folder maybe for you. I prefer to use an actual box because it makes me more intentional and focused on it throughout the day. But whatever you prefer is fine, right? This is your manifestation practice, not mine. If you do choose a physical box, make sure the box makes you feel good when you look at it. Whether you decorate it or it's just a box that you buy that's already cute, they actually have some at Target and Marshalls that have those little slide-in labels on the front. And they're already really cute, so you don't have to do anything to them. And then you can write your little intention on that white card and slide it in. So I think those are adorable. I actually might go pick some up for myself and give them out. But make it your own. Do whatever feels right for you. The world is your oyster. This is your creative box. Not Brie Brown's, yours. So once you have your box created, start looking for things to put into this box that represent what it is that you want to manifest, that intention that you've set for this box. So if you're trying, as an example, if you're trying to manifest a dream beach vacation, maybe see if you have a toy airplane you can put inside or a swimsuit from some catalog, maybe a cute passport protector if you're going out of country, maybe some seashells, a postcard with a gorgeous view of a beach. Start with these few things in your box and then allow yourself to explore for new things throughout the day to add to this box. So maybe you start off with those couple of things. And then you run a couple errands later in the day, and all of a sudden you find a cute pair of sunglasses at the store that you would love to wear on this vacation. Well, if you're comfortable with it and it aligns with your your investments, then buy them and put them in that box. Or take a picture of them, print it out, and put that in the box. Whatever you need to do to make sure that this visualized thing, this, this physical, tangible thing that you saw, you're putting into your box and saying, and this will be coming with me on that vacation. The idea of this box is to collect things over time. So every day, you're looking for new things that make you feel good and remind you of this dream vacation. You're always looking for confirmation for that yes from the universe. So start with just a few things in this box after you've set that intention. No need to fill it up day one. In fact, try not to fill it up day one because it's not about completion. We're not looking for the reward here, the instant gratification. We're looking to engage in the process of building this box over time. So this is a really great exercise for my recovering perfectionists for that reason, by the way, because it's not about the instant gratification. It's not about checking off the box on the list. This is about sitting with your box once a day for a few minutes and reviewing the contents and then going through the process each day of looking for new contents that might fit within your box. And you can be as selective as you want with this process. You don't even have to find something every day. It's just about looking for things and being aware of you looking for that confirmation of yes all the time. So it starts to shift your mindset away from looking for scarcity and instead looking for abundance. It's training your mind to look for confirmation of yes, which is an abundant mindset. So it really helps you start to engage in this process throughout the day instead of just for that 15-minute process. And then once a day for a few minutes or once a week or whatever you decide feels right for you, sit with your box and review the contents. 
pull things out and think about sitting in that airplane or wearing those sunglasses or how it's going to feel to wear that bathing suit or what wrap you might get to put over it. Imagine how your collected items might feel when you're on your dream vacation and where they'll come into play. Really start to get specific about how these things start to to come to fruition within that vacation. So when you're out and about, feel free to keep an eye out for things that also make you happy and might want to be included in your vacation box. And feel free to be selective about it. The idea is to get excited when you find new things. And then to stay in that optimistic mindset when you're going through your day-to-day. And allowing the surprises of things that do fit into this box to bring you joy. It's about finding little moments that raise your vibration continuously in your day. And doing this helps you raise your overall average daily vibration. So walk out of the house each day looking for confirmation of your dream and find trinkets to include in your box that represent this confirmation. Imagine that each find is the universe's way of communicating with you. It's saying, yes, it's coming. Here's the physical representation of this yes. Put this in your box. It is on its way to you. So now that you know how to put this box together, let's talk a little bit more about the mindset associated with the box. In the book, Ask and It Is Given, they also mention that the creative box requires three things from a mindset perspective. Ask, answer, and allow. The first tip, ask, is asking for what you want. And we know how to do this, right? We do it all the time. I want a job that is fulfilling. I want a relationship to feel safe in. I want a million dollars. I want that car. I want that house. We've got that part down. And this is the easy part where you decide what the intention is for your box. And this is something that you should return to every time you place something new in the box. If you insert a picture of a brand new car, ask the universe for this car as you insert it into your creative box and have that moment where you have that ask in your mind and you hold it there. The second tip of this equation is the answering part of the equation. And this part is up to source. It's beyond our control. But know that source is always creating opportunity for you. What you ask for, it will give. Positive, negative, it doesn't matter. You ask and it provides. The last part of this three-step process is the hardest part, the allowing This is the part of the process where we tend to self-jeopardize due to ideas that we have, beliefs we've adopted. We tend to create resistance so that we can't actually accept what is being given to us. We ask, it's answered, but we're not allowing. And we create and impose limitations on ourselves that keep us from being able to accept. I can only get this vacation by working hard. Or, I'll need to make X amount of money before I can get that car. Or, there just isn't anyone out there for me. Or, this is so hard. We determine and restrict the way things can come to us. We self-impose rules on how something can come to us. And conceptually, we want to allow these things. And we don't care how they necessarily get to us. But our limiting beliefs or our core values at our, at our subconscious level are keeping us from being able to accept these things in whatever form they're presented to us in. We're only looking for these opportunities with a a very narrow view. We assume that the things we want can only come to us through a predetermined pathway, a pathway that probably already carries baggage and overwhelm for you. So as an example, you might think, 
I can only go on vacation if I can make X amount of money. But you might have ideas about how hard that money is to get or how unlikely it is. And therefore, that's the energy you're carrying into this ask. That's the resistance. You decide, I can only go on vacation if I make this amount of money. Well, what about, what if you just left it as, I'm going to go on this vacation, and then all of a sudden you win something or someone gifts it to you. But in your mind, you think the only way I can go on this vacation is if I raise enough money to actually be able to go. That's your resistance. It's like you put bumpers up or or blinders up. You're like, this is the only way it's going to happen. And so you're not open to other opportunities. And I created a really corny analogy (laughs) to help describe this, so bear with me. Resistance is like you asking for an apple. So the universe throws it to you. It's answering. But every time you're about to catch the apple, you hit it with a tennis racket instead because you don't think the apple can be thrown. You think it must be picked up. So you're not allowing it to come to you. And because it's not on the ground, you send it away. You send it away with your thoughts because it's not a match for your expectation. You don't think an apple can just be thrown to you. So you're not open to receiving it that way. So in the meantime, you block the apples being thrown to you with your racket as you continue to search the ground for the apples you can pick up. Even though the opportunities are already coming at you from all these different angles, you're just not recognizing it because you have this idea about how you're going to find this apple to begin with. Or maybe the universe throws you a Honeycrisp apple, but you're so busy looking for a pink lady that when you see an apple that's not a pink lady coming your way, you smack it down as you wait for exactly what you're looking for, missing all the new flavor opportunities that these other apples could have provided you. It can be easy to receive, but we make it more difficult. We all do. We're conditioned this way from birth. If you tell a toddler that they will receive a million dollars tomorrow, they simply just believe you. (laughs) They don't create resistance until they've usually inherited some of their parents' or guardians' beliefs about money. Resistance keeps you from allowing. And resistance is why I talk so much about mindset. Your limiting beliefs are often the reason why you're not manifesting what you want. And I have several episodes on limiting beliefs if you want to go back and tune in. I can't remember what they all are, but I know that I did one in the first episode of my Money Mindset series in January. So go back and check out episode number 24 if you're really interested in this core value subject. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'll make a mental note to do another episode on that because I think it's so, so important and it can always be revisited. So to summarize, limiting beliefs cause resistance. They also cause desire from scarcity. And as we talked about last week in episode 46, when you desperately want something, you're a match to the absence of what you want, not the receiving of, the absence of. You're a match for the not having of the thing that you want. Desperation is scarcity. And that is why I love the creative box because it's designed to get you excited for and optimistic about confirmation of receiving, about looking for these things throughout the day that confirm, yes, it's on the way to you. Yes, include this in your box. Yes, it's coming. And if at any time this box causes you to desperately search for things, by the way, Stop and reset or just take a break. Avoid desperation because it will keep you where you are. So use the box so long as you are feeling good and happy and it gets you excited and optimistic about what is to come. But the second it starts to feel bad 
and it starts to feel overwhelming and stressful, stop and reset or just table it for a while. So ask for what you want with intention, allow the universe to answer, and then let go of resistance so that you can receive. Ask, answer, allow. That is the creative box tool. And a few additional tips for you to consider as you try this out. Avoid engaging with your box unless you're in a good mood. So if you're ever engaging with the box and you are in a bad mood or you're stressed or you're feeling overwhelmed and you just feel like it's something you need to do, don't touch your box. (laughs) You will be bringing that negative energy to your box, to your intentions. And we don't want that. That's going to keep you where you are. And if this process becomes monotonous or boring to you, then also stop. Because this is also not the kind of energy you want to manifest. So avoid bringing the energy of your current reality into your creative box by doing something beforehand to help you get into the right place. So if you're in like an okay mood, you're just content, but you're not necessarily happy or joyful, then do something right before that'll help you get to that state of mind, to that vibration. Maybe you listen to beautiful music, you play a game you really like, you meditate, you watch a show you really love. Whatever gets you into that feeling good place that's indicative of your higher vibration. We'll all have different ways to get there, whatever that way is for you. Harness that and then interact with your box. I hope you enjoyed today's manifestation tip. I love, 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 love all the questions I'm getting on Instagram. So feel free to add me at Modern Manifestation if you haven't already and reach out anytime you have a request for a specific episode topic. I love getting engaged with you guys and getting your ideas for what is meaningful to you. I have all these ideas about what I think might be meaningful, but (laughs) at the end of the day, only you know what you actually need. So reach out, direct message me on Instagram, and let me know what topics you want to hear more about. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.